Welcome to and thank you for joining our Wednesday Bible study for September 30th, 2020. This is quite a journey we have all been on since mid-March when I began doing these short Bible study podcasts for St. Paul's Church. I have encouraged you to share this podcast with your family and friends, and it has been quite evident that you are doing so, and thank you for that. The kind thank yous and words of encouragement I have received along the way have been a blessing to me in an attempt to share God's word with you. Remember the song, Jesus Loves Me? It really is true that Jesus loves me, this I know, because the Bible tells me so. The Bible is a unified story that leads to Jesus. Now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and most merciful God, we thank you for the many blessings you have bestowed upon us. Undeserving as we are, you still share your unwavering love with us. Help us, dear Lord, to share that love with others, especially future generations, by introducing them to your Son and our Savior, Jesus. We ask this in his name. Amen. One of my favorite and I think very important references to teaching children is found in Proverbs. Hear the reading from Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6. Start children off on the way they should go. And even when they are old, they will not turn from it. And another reading from Deuteronomy, God instructs Moses on the importance of preserving their covenant story. This is found in Deuteronomy 4, 9 through 10. And here's the reading. Only be careful and watch yourselves closely so that you do not forget the things your eyes have seen or let them fade from your hearts as long as you live. Teach them to your children and to their children after them. Remember the day you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb when he said to me, Assemble the people before me to hear my words so that they may learn to revere me as long as they live in the land and may teach them to their children. Next, God speaks to Moses after the golden calf incident. God had inscribed the Ten Commandments on stone tablets prepared by Moses. These replaced the original ones that Moses shattered in his angry response to the golden calf idol. Then God has a long conversation with Moses regarding what it looks like to be in a covenant relationship with God. God did not give the commands just to Moses as his personal guidelines. He gave them to the Israelite people, his covenant people. God obviously did not intend for this to be a one and done. Listen to this reading from Deuteronomy and hear what God expects from his people. This next reading is from Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 19. Teach them to your children 
talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. What's this mean for us? How does this speak to us? God covers all of the bases here. When you're at home, when you are traveling, when you wake up, and before you go to sleep at night. The Israelites didn't have books, so this was an oral tradition. And it's obvious that God wanted his people to understand his commands, and he expected his people to pass this understanding along to future generations. Even the psalmists knew the importance of preserving God's message as evidenced in these passages. Here's a reading from Psalm chapter 34, verse 11. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. And here's another reading from Psalm chapter 78, verse 5. He decreed statutes for Jacob and established a law in Israel, which he commanded our ancestors to teach their children. Now, Old Testament faith formation may be seen as having faith in and trusting a loving God that was willing to make a covenant with his people. Today, we see faith formation as equipping people to live as disciples of Jesus. How do we meet Jesus? Well, we meet Jesus by learning, loving, living God's word. Simply put, by reading and studying the Bible. The four Gospels were written by people that actually knew and followed Jesus. Eyewitnesses, if you will. Their claims and testimony are written from personal experiences they had with Jesus. Now, understanding what they said as well as Jesus, what he said, takes some help. This help comes in many different forms gathering in community for worship, Sunday school, Bible studies, videos and podcasts from folks like Bible Project, and of course your family. For the past 25 years, the Suggs boys and their families have gathered together for a long weekend to celebrate Christmas a few weeks prior to the actual day of Christmas. To use a term I learned from a recent Vibrant Faith blog, we have been practicing familying. What goes into a successful familying, familying event? The recipe for our event would include, but not limited to, the following ingredients. Fellowship, laughter, tears, shared memories, oysters and crab legs, spiced cider, games, hugs, high fives, music, but the main ingredient would be a healthy dose of love. Recipes and ingredients are important in producing desired results in any endeavor. My gamma was the baker in our family and taught her boys that exact measurements were required for successful results. On the other hand, my mom and dad were the inventors of food creations and did not require exact measurements of certain ingredients. Their collective efforts in the kitchen were always well-received by the boys, also known as my brothers and me. We could actually see, taste, and enjoy the food that Gamma and our parents would prepare for us. Gamma, Mom, and Dad also fed us less visible diet of ingredients that collectively helped us 
form and strengthen our faith. Please allow me to share four important ingredients from their recipe for faith formation. It is important to note that this recipe cannot be found in writing, but is inherited and shared from many previous generations. This recipe and its ingredients does not include exact measurements and is not in order of importance of any particular ingredient. It also does not include all of the ingredients necessary for faith formation and growth. Item number one, God's Word. The Bible, as a source of good news, it was always present in our home. Gamma's could always be found on her bedside table, and she read it every evening. Mom and Dad would always read the gospel account of the birth of Jesus, or Christmas story as we called it, to all of us on Christmas Eve when we were growing up. Number two, worship. We grew up attending Sunday school and church on a regular basis. I don't remember attendance being forced or mandatory. It was just what we did on Sunday. Daddy was also one of the founding members of Forest Lake Presbyterian Church that served as our church home for many years. Though I did not realize or appreciate it at the time, my involvement in our church was where I was exposed to the good news of Christ's crucifixion and resurrection. Being able to hear the good news and thank God for it, truly one of our many blessings. Item number three, ingredient three, prayer. Our family would always offer our blessing prior to every meal, and our family now still uses the same blessing. Memories of kneeling beside my bed with one or both of my parents praying, now I'll lay me down to sleep, are etched in my heart. God encourages our communication with him through prayers of adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplications. Number four ingredient, faith-based influences. In looking back on my formative childhood years, I can clearly see that Gamma and my parents realized the importance of associating with other Christians and people of faith. I thank God for and treasure the many people I count in my growing group of faith-based influences. In closing, I would like to thank my Gamma, Mom, and Dad for serving us a steady diet of ingredients that were and are very important to the boys' faith formation. The ingredients were served up as love and placed on the table of our hearts. As disciples of Jesus, while we are discipling others, we are also deepening our own faith. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, let us always give thanks and praise for your good news of Jesus Christ. Help we, each one of us to serve the good news of Jesus Christ to our neighbors, family, friends, and associates. Lord, especially help us disciple future generations. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.